Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, good morning. Welcome back. Thank you for listening. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Donna Valentine, Steve Patterson. We got Mike the Big Zamboni with us now. Uh-huh. Honk, honk. Honk, honk. honk. Uh, that's a preparation for the warning that's going to go out at 120 on everybody's <laughs> that's phones. That's right. So Love just it. know that at 120, it's going to get There's gonna a get test. loud. Yeah, so like if you have a napping baby, the baby's near you, that'd be a, and if a nap gets ruined by a oh, anything, you're an like, alarm oh, on your phone. No, man. Yeah. Bradley and I will be doing that. a countdown because it's going to happen while we're live on the air. That's right. So uh, it's going to be fun. Cool. I so wish I was on the air during that. <laughs> we never you can join us during like. anything fun. All we were on the air for was the Jeff Bezos Wiener rocket. Oh, that's right. When uh, yeah. William Shatner... That's right. That was pretty Landed cool. Safely. Um, is Dawn out? She is out today. Yeah, she's oh. starting her uh, little, her birthday uh, celebration. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, fun! Dawn's turning the big five zero. Oh, halfway to a hundred. Yeah. Oh, was I not supposed to say I, that? I, 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 yeah. Wow, Dawn. Oh, I mean, Dawn's other... turning thirty-eight. Mm-hmm. It's cool. Wow, women on women. Katana, have you even seen Barbie though? A little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Time to talk music. I enjoy music. With Donna Valentine. Yeah! And Steve Patterson. Do you like Huey Lewis on the news? This, this is the beat. beat. So there was a birthday party, I believe, for uh Tom, what's his name? Tom Morello from Rage Against the Machine. His mom turned 100. And Jack Black, this is kind of cool, because I think when I was in uh, St. Petersburg, there was a building downtown for the School of Rock. What do you mean? There's a building where, I assume, kids train to learn how to play instruments Hmm. in the School of Rock. Okay, I just didn't know if you meant, like, you know, the School of Rock in St. Pete, like people know about that. No, like, the School of Rock, I think, is everywhere, right? I don't know the answer to that question. Because when we did Project Down and Dirty um, Rock Band, some of the kids from School of Rock performed. Yes. Yeah, Cat we Video did it at Festival. Cat Video Festival, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So is that a franchise now? I believe School so. Of Rock? Yeah, I think okay. so. So Jack Black brought some of the kids to do, they were like 12 and 13. Uh, Tom Morello's, one of his sons, was on guitar. And they did... A uh, a cover 
of Mr. Crowley by Ozzy Osbourne. Want to hear a little bit? I'd love to. Okay, here we go. The music's a little wonky. Donna. <laughs> Just a little. They're kids. I understand. Do you want to hear the original? Sure, just to demean the children even more. No, no, they're good. They're okay. fine. They're fine. It's yeah. just a little music forward. <laughs> okay. I think this is from Di- this is from Diary of a Madman or Blizzard of Oz. One of them. <laughs> is that one of his? T- no. it's, from, names? it's from Blizzard of Oz. Okay. Oh, well. all right. That's fun. That's, that's super good. fun. Thank also, you. the movie School of Rock came out twenty years ago. That doesn't make you feel old in your bones. But your back just started to hurt when you heard that. Yep. 20 years ago. That's crazy. 2003 was the year, Donna. Yep. Making me feel old. Okay. There is a viral video. And, oh, I can't remember the guy's name. Maybe you'll be able to tell me, Mike, in a second here. Okay. So it's... It's a guy who calls himself something like you ruined everything. Or, there I ruined it on Instagram. Yes. Okay. And so it has to do with a future breakup song between her and Travis Kelsey. Mm. Mm. Do we have it? Yes, we got it. Here we go. Listen. You stole my heart. You intercepted it. <laughs> oh, jeez. Now oh, you're gone. Have to accept it. Your mom too soon. <laughs> <laughs> or did I do what I always do? Yeah, we made it to the 50. <laughs> and then you kissed me. We made it to the 40. A new love story. We made it to the 30. And you did me dirty right then. <laughs> you put the end in tight end. And oh, you put the end. Awesome. That's pretty good, though. Did I, I meet your singing. mom too soon? That's funny. That's good. Yeah, is that an AI voice of hers? I'm not sure. Or just sure. like a Taylor sound alike? Uh, let's see. That's fun. I like that. Uh, Don, I wanted to say thank you for what you just did for our show. You are so welcome, Steve. Thank you for being here. Bye. See, I got a, a facelift in other music news. Yeah, I saw this. She was, um, she was, I think, hosting or emceeing like the American Beauty Awards or something like that. And let's see. Okay. And so, I had only ever really seen her with her face covered by wigs. Cur- oh, okay. Okay. I didn't know what she looked like pre facelift or after. I just saw it. Was just she had just been unwigged. Yeah, she's been unwigged before. I think on Ellen. But she said, I was showing someone in the back before she went on the stage, my before and afters right before I came on. People are like, you look nice. And I'm like, Dr. Ben Talley, facelift. Adele does For like anything you could ever want. I love him. I can't say enough good things about him. So she was presenting him with some kind of award. Then it went on to talk about facelifts and how they work. 
It and seems I was painful. Like, wow, that sounds like a lot. Like because they're cutting into your muscle. There's a cutting that happens up near the temples, and then like back around the ears, maybe, and then they're like redistributing fat. Are they? I'm not they're trying to be stretching your face. Do they peel a part of your face down at some point? I can't answer that question. Let's get uh, Lori in here. She had a facelift. I want to know: Does a person look like a zombie at some point during the operation, or is it just like these light little things? And now we're just tucking. Or at any point, are they like pulling it down, like a, like, no, yeah, like if you were like taking I'm, like a Scooby Doo mask off or something? I would imagine not. I bet we could YouTube it. You're probably right. I'm not going to get a facelift. Any Botox? I'm on the fence about the Botox. Why did you ask me that? I just asked. Were you, why are you looking at that big wrinkle on my head? It was looking at me first, <laughs> but no, I uh, I had to, we had this That's conversation the other day with Elizabeth. <laughs> um, yeah, I was asking if she would ever do. I will. I'll she do all the procedures. I'll do, um, and I have. There's a procedure called a BBL. I'll do a peel. I'll do all the things. Nothing, and it hurts. Nothing permanent, though. I guess Botox isn't permanent, but like a facelift, that's that's permanent. That's pretty permanent. If they screw up your eyes or something, you're stuck looking like that. My mom always said, um, you can always tell a woman's age, despite the work they've had done, on their neck and their hands. Yeah, and their chest, too. Decollete. You're, Is that what they call it? I don't know. Is that a decollete? Isn't this a decollete? Like yes. collarbones to above the breast? Like, yeah, this. I, should I have my decollete out when we do the old ping oh, pong pencil 100%. Okay, great. Awesome. I uh, know. I mean, it's like the old joke. I told my wife she drew her eyebrows on too high. She looked surprised. <laughs> We're having a good time, Donna. Hey, I'm reading a really good book right now. We got to go, but it's a really good book that I am loving. What are you talking loving. about? Why are you reading I a book? I love it. We're I'm supposed reading to a book. be reading a book. I'm not I'm reading a different book. I'm going to tell you why I love it, why I think you should read it. Next. Hi, everyone. It's Stevie Boy. I want to tell you about Chanhassen Dinner Theaters. Hi. Hey, Donna. Not you this time or ever. Okay. Uh, Chanhassen Dinner Theaters is one of my favorite spots to go to. It's just so great. Did you know that they are actually about to celebrate 55 years? They're looking great. They don't need a facelift. They look really, really good. It's a legacy theater company. They're right here in our own backyard. If you've not been there lately, you got to go see Jersey Boys. It is great. The story of Frankie Valli and the Four Seasons, the rise and fall of that band, how they came together, and of course the music. You're going to love the music, the voices of the the, the the lead actors in this. They're really remarkable, and the storytelling is fantastic. By the way, get your seats right now. This is a pro tip to you, me to you. Get them right now before the holiday rush. ChanhassenDT.com. Uh, the concert series blowing up right about now. Upcoming tributes to the Bee Gees, the band Heart Queen, Michael Bublé, Olivia Newton-John, Pink Floyd, the list goes on. And Stevie Ray's Comedy Cabaret Improv Comedy, Friday and Saturday nights. You need laughs in your life. You can get them at ChanhassenDT.com. Welcome back. What's your problem? I think you're reading emails from last week. <laughs> so read the date on that email. I don't know where it went. It just kind of popped up. Mike, didn't we do our time cards this past Friday? Yeah. So Donna is telling me to do my time card again. I don't have to do it for another week and a half. Hmm. Are you reading emails from September, Donna? Could be. <laughs> this is what happens. Donna, it takes a while. It's like an astronaut coming back to Earth after they've been at the space station for a while. But for Donna, <laughs> it's just a five-day trip to St. Petersburg. <laughs> 
Or it could just be the weekend. Yeah, that's right. I come back and I'm like, what is going on? Anyway, thank you for listening. Thank you, Donna, for being a part of this world. Thank you, Steve. Hey, uh, we had questions about facelifts earlier. I was essentially asking if they peel off the entire face of a person, peel it down, and then (laughs) pump, pump whatever collagen or... Beeswax. I don't know how this crap works. Beeswax. But uh, we had an actual facelift uh, client. Yeah, we set out the uh, bat signal. Yeah, it's just re- one big Botox pen shadow in the sky. <laughs> Who did we hear from? Uh, Lori gave us a call. Oh, nice. Was she complimenting the show in general? Uh, <laughs> Lori called, and as I answered, she said, and I quote, every single thing they just said about plastic surgery was incorrect. <laughs> She said she'd happy to be happy to join the show anytime you want to chat hey, about it. Don't but she say said, they. I didn't say a word were, about it. Oh, well, you didn't. Like, come on. You didn't correct me and say, actually, Steve, <laughs> this is how it works. Because I didn't know. Nobody knows. I didn't know. know these things. There's nowhere to learn about this stuff. Well, there is. Where? <laughs> I mean, you can ask a doctor, a plastic surgeon. I guess there's the internet, too. Now that I there's think There's things like that. Very helpful, by the way. Anyway, all right, stop it. What? I, stop okay, typing. I can't search. Oh my gosh, this cartoon woman looks really good in her after. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, wow. <laughs> A traditional facelift incision often begins in the hairline at the temples, continues around the ear, and ends in the lower scalp. Fat may be sculpted or redistributed from the face, jowls, and neck. And underlying tissue is repositioned. Commonly, the deeper layers of the face and the muscles are also lifted. Don't like that. That sounds painful. Wow. Uh, she called back. She's on the line. Let's bring her in. Bring her in right now of the uh, Lori and Julia show in the afternoon. Hi, Lori. Lori Barghini joins us. Hi, Lori. Well, I, I really, I couldn't take all the silly and incorrect things that you were speculating about. And here you have... A real live person you work with who's been out loud about her plastic surgery. Two of them, I might add. Now, when oh. I read this description online, this is what I saw earlier. The uh, the incision uh, in the hairline around the temples continues yeah. around the ear and ends right. in the lower scalp. I was like, that means they're peeling this person's face this, off. Okay, but here's the deal. If you look at your neck... And you hate it, or you see your father's jawline, and it makes you sad because you're like, <laughs> "How can I be that old?" You don't like. All you do is find the doctor that you like and trust that has a lot of experience. You don't. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Google all that stuff. I mean, Steve, Julia and I heard the first year we went to the SAG Awards, oh, all the Hollywood, all the women get a brow lift in their late 30s, early 40s. Julia and I were like, we got to get a brow lift. That's the one that hurts, and that's the one that they lift up your brow, and this is the surgery when a man gets a brow lift. They look like Kenny Rogers. When exactly. He, it feminizes their face. It takes away the brow ridge. But the brow, and we, Julia and I, it was our second year on the radio. We had brow lifts. Wow. I was just going to ask you what happens. How do the Kenny Rogers things happen? So that's a that's largely a brow lift on the wrong person. It's a brow lift on a man, and and Doctor Jarvis told us that like men can get their jowls, their necks, their eyes. Julie and I did brow lift and and our eyelids, and we just decided to be out loud about it this year because uh, I got a facelift, and but it's it's odd that more people and i guess it's a midwest thing people are not out loud celebrities aren't out loud about it every once in a while they are but if you go to the right doctor you are so happy but if a man gets a brow lift yes you look like barry manilow wayne newton <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah wayne their newton. eyes look weird all right we've got like 30 mo- 30 more seconds i want i i, I want to know the yeah. the uh the the recovery of a traditional facelift looks like what and about uh, probably six to seven weeks before you could, like, start gently exercising, doing Pilates or whatever you do. But a facelift was easier than a brow lift. And, Steve, you can look at my scars anytime you want. Oh, my gosh. What an invitation that was. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, she Thank is you, Lori. one half of the Lori and Julia show in the afternoon. I hope you guys got a twofer. On the brow yeah, list. and I hope the pickle, I, no, we didn't. We both just paid. We just oh, thought okay. we are going to be like the Hollywood ladies. <laughs> and we're not going to tell anybody until 20 years later. Wow. What a journey. Yeah. Well, wish us luck. We're going to play pickleball today. Well, you know what? Your face moves around a lot. I've been quite concerned about that with Tiger. <laughs> <laughs> oh, please. God, watch over Lori's face during pickleball. Yes. All right. Thank you, Lori. Uh, listen to Lori and Julia today from 3 o'clock until 6 o'clock, a facelift expert right here in our own midst. She couldn't take the misinformation that I was spewing. She had to call in and set the record straight. I love that. Uh, 651-641-1071. That's the number to call to play the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. We'll play it next. Where talk is fun. My Talk 107.1. Everything entertainment. Oh, hey, guys. Donna here for Spire Credit Union. This is such a great financial institution. They've been around since the 1930s. Now we have about 22 branches in the metro and Minnesota. The newest location is uh, over in Golden Valley, just off of 394. You can't miss it. There's also billboards everywhere. So if you don't know where there's one uh, in your neighborhood, uh, you're probably going to run into a billboard somewhere telling you. Uh, Spire finances newer used vehicles. They make that process super easy. They get those uh, loans done really fast. 
Don't forget, you don't have to finance through the dealer. You can shop around. I highly recommend you shop around at Spire because they also offer extended warranty plans with better coverage and at a lower cost than the dealers. Here's what you should do. Go to myspire.com and you can see everything Spire has to offer. Uh, Spire's insured by NCUA and they are an equal housing opportunity lender. Thanks for listening. We're having fun. Woo. <laughs> your hair looks like Farrah Fawcett now. Oh, stop. All dolled up for our pickleball match. I thought I was just going to be up in a tight bun or it something is. like gonna that. It is. It's going to be up in a pony. You wear a baseball hat when you play? Uh, I did it yesterday. Oh, oh yeah. Hi, yeah. bye. Um, I did it yesterday because I was afraid I wasn't going to be able to see the ball. Was she playing on a mountaintop and you were playing on the ground? Oh, I don't know how you do it. (laughs) Let's just play. Time to go to college. It's time to attend the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's like quiz ball. Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter. Donna. Donna's a smart one. Or Steve. His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host, the Big Zamboni. I want to see how smart you are. We're going to find that fact out while we play College of Pop Culture Knowledge on October 4th, which if you don't know, October 4th is National Taco Day. Let's go, tacos! Celebrate accordingly, enjoy some delicious tacos, and today Donnie is going to play along with us, and she's going to be competing for a pair of movie passes to The Burial, starring Jamie Foxx and Tommy Lee Jones' advanced movie screening on October 9th at Showplace Icon Theater. Hey, Donnie, how are you? I am great. How are you guys? Oh, really, really well. All right, we got to talk about your name. How do you spell it? Uh, I always say it's Donnie Osmond, just spelled differently. D-O-N-N-I. Donnie, that's D-O-N-N-I. adorable. Uh-huh. Thank you, I had nothing to do with it. <laughs> I received it when I was a young child. Um, okay, this well, that's true. wonderful. Donnie, what are you doing after after the game today? What's next on your agenda? I am literally heading to Children's Hospital. I am the puppy party coordinator for Secondhand House. Yay! Oh, wow. And the first Wednesday of the month, I bring them puppies. So that's what I'm about to do. Did you bring us puppies before? Because we had a little puppy. I did. Yay! I I did. Okay, that was so much fun. Let's do that more. I know, I have the worst job in the world. Yeah, (laughs) I don't know how you are able to do it. It's, it's a tough job, but, you know, I, I muddle through somehow. What kind of pups do you have today? Today we have good old Muttley Mutts. Uh, Mama is, you should see the picture of poor Mama. She was like 40 pounds and she had 12 little babies. Oh, my I gosh. Mean, I know. She looked like she had swallowed a watermelon. She's just oh. like, get those babies out of here. Take them to a party. I need a spa day. <laughs> That's adorable. Wow. All righty. Well, with all of that puppy love now, uh, addressed. Yeah. Would you like to team up with Donna or Steve? Again, it is talk, uh, it's International Taco Day? National Taco National Day? National Taco Day. Too bad it's not Tuesday. You know, I, I am feeling like uh, tacos. I'm going with Donna. Hmm. Wow. Interesting. I'm, Interesting surpri- I'm as surprised choice. as you are, Steve. Okay. All right. I'll be over I here. I truly am. Thank you, Donnie. Donnie All and right. Donna. Donnie's going on hold. Steve's stepping outside. By the way, Donna, you are trying to get to triple digits. Yes. 
103 score for Steve, 99 the score for Donna. Now, are you going to help me get there? Uh, we're going to find out. We'll see. <laughs> okay. I'd love if we could celebrate your 100th victory today. We'll find out. Uh, let's get it started with this first one. Gidget is the real first name of the Taco Bell dog. What breed of dog was he? A chihuahua. Chihuahua. Speaking of Taco Bell, it became fine dining as it was the lone food chain remaining in 2032, according to this 1993 sci-fi flick. Oh, my God. I'll pass. Usually, Taco Tuesday is a reason to celebrate, but in this 2014 comedy, it marked the apocalypse as it was going to be the day that Chris Pratt and Elizabeth Banks' characters' lives came to an end thanks to Will Ferrell and a bottle of glue. Oh, my God. I... I have no idea. Old school? I don't know. All right, you got Donnie on the line. She can maybe help you out. I have no idea. Let's see. Donnie, you heard those questions. She uh, confidently said Chihuahua for the first one. Uh, You want me to read the second? 100%. You want me to read the second two for you? Okay. Oh, please do. Next one. Speaking of Taco Bell, it became fine dining as it was the lone food fast. Excuse me, the lone food chain remaining in 2032, according to this 1993 sci-fi flick. Oh my god! Any idea? Nothing. Okay. Let's jump to the third one. Usually, Taco oh, Tuesday. No, no, we are not doing well. <laughs> We're not doing well, Donnie. <laughs> well, we'll see, we'll see how Steve can do. But usually, Taco Tuesday's reason to celebrate. But in this 2014 comedy, it marked the apocalypse no. as it was going to be the day that Chris Pratt and Elizabeth Banks' characters' lives came to an end thanks to Will Ferrell and a bottle of glue. Any yeah. idea? Uh, these are not about tacos. Mm. <laughs> Fair. Sorry, I got nothing, Donna. That's okay. Well, you know what? Wow. We'll, we'll be. You might we'll be going to a tiebreaker. We'll find we out. We might be graceful losers. We'll find All out. Right, Donna's going on hold. We'll Woo-hoo! bring Steve back in here. That's how I call him. <laughs> Woohoo! <laughs> oh, or yoohoo! Yoohoo! Big summer blowout. You All might. Right. Uh, you might do well. Did, you might not. Did you do well? <laughs> nope. I hope I win. I know you do. Michael, what is the score today? The score is 103 for you, 99 for Donna. Again, she is trying to get to triple digits today, and you're trying to ruin it. I hope yeah. to do it. All right, Donna, get over your hair, will you? It looks good. You curled it. You got to you gotta stop with this. She's fauceting it back. Farrah fauceting it back and forth. R.I.P. A... Too soon. <laughs> How long ago did she pass? I think she died the same day Michael Jackson died. And still too soon? 2009? We haven't hit our 15-year window? I want to go now. Let's go ahead and play a game. (laughs) Uh, It is uh, (laughs) National Taco Day today. We're doing everything about uh, tacos or loosely tied to tacos in pop culture. Let's get it started with this one, Steve. Gidget is the real first name of the Taco Bell dog. What breed of dog was he? Chihuahua. Speaking of Taco Bell, it became fine dining as it was the lone food chain remaining in 2032, according to this 1993 sci-fi flick. Uh, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Usually Taco Tuesday is a reason to celebrate, but in this 2014 comedy, it marked the apocalypse as it was going to be the day that Chris Pratt and Elizabeth Banks' characters' lives came to an end thanks to Will Ferrell and a bottle of glue. The Lego Movie. Anything you'd like repeated? Kind of all of them, but I know we're short on time, so I want to say hey to the Girl Scouts. 
Oh, oh nice. That's nice. Keep on trucking. You haven't shouted out the Girl Scouts lately. So In a long time. Good. That's perfect. Thank you. Love your cookies. <laughs> All right. Let's uh, go through these answers here. We'll start with the uh, second one, or first one. Gidget is the real first name of the Taco Bell dog. What breed is he? Of course, Chihuahua. Nice, Donna. Nice you both got that one right. Chihuahua, Donna. We got it. Yay! Good job. Yay, you Woo-hoo! guys. Speaking of Taco Bell, it became fine dining as it was the lone food chain remaining in 2032, according to this 1993 sci-fi flick. Men in Black? The movie starred Sylvester Stallone and Wesley Snipes, along with Sandra Bullock. Oh. Demolition Man. Oh. Never saw it? Oh, nope. No, okay, wow, and that I'm sure they paid for that product placement. Yeah, it, basically there was a franchise war between all of the... Uh, Fast food chains, and uh, Taco Bell was the winner. Wow. Unless you watch the movie internationally, and then I believe it's Pizza Hut. Oh, <laughs> they, love they, that. they changed it oh, for the international funny. markets wow. because they didn't think Taco Bell would be recognizable enough. All right, we go to the final one. Uh, usually, Taco Tuesday is a reason to celebrate, but in this 2014 comedy, it marked the apocalypse. It was going to be the day that Chris Pratt and Elizabeth Banks' characters' lives came to an end, thanks to Will Ferrell and a bottle of glue. Uh, spoiler alert, if you haven't watched the end of that movie, uh, Steve nailed it. It's the Lego movie. Oh, the bottle of Graggle and Legos. Yeah, they don't mix. So you glue a Lego, it's never going to come apart. Yeah. What a bummer. Sorry, Donnie. Hey, I, I didn't pull my weight, so it's cool. I'll try again another day. Listen, as far as I'm concerned, you're a winner. You get to hang out with puppies Aww. today. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I-, I will go cuddle one a little tighter. And I'll be okay. Yes, exactly. <laughs> See, that's a nice thing. Cute no matter aggression. how bad the day is at work, it's like, you know what? I'm just going to go pet this puppy for a minute. A hundred percent. Donnie, thank 100%. you for listening. Thank you for what you do. And thank, thank you for you the so call. Much. All right. Bye. All right. Be well. Bye. Oh, I bet the uh, the kids at Children's Hospital are awfully excited when the puppy patrol comes oh, in. Oh, can you imagine? Oh, 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 that's awesome. So fun. Uh, tiebreaker? Yeah, let's do the tiebreaker. Uh, we established yesterday or last week that Taco is the dude who sings putting on the Ritz. Yes. You know, that uh, yeah. Dutch German, or he's Dutch. He's like, I think he's honestly like, listen, we don't know Jack about Dutch. Yeah, so I we're know. the we wrong people to ask. About that, but, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I'll find more details on, on the, the singer taco, but uh, he had another hit that was also from the 1920s. So probably his second biggest hit after putting on the Ritz was this song. First one to name the song is the winner today. Uh, cal- uh, calendar girl? No. I've never heard this. It's an interesting take. Singing in the rain? Yes. That's you know, it. Gene wow. Kelly singing yes. it, but this is Taco's version. Let's get wow. to the. What did I say? I thought it was calendar, oh, calendar girl. girl. Oh, let me get. It. I just missed it. Must be some voodoo rain chant or something. <laughs> and it sure sounds familiar. Oh, well. I'm singing in the rain. Just singing in, in the, the rain. rain. Taco was was a thing. That was a... Taco was like the buble of our d- generation. <laughs> I don't think that's true <laughs> at all. You know, he's trying to do standards. You know? No, no, no. You cannot say Taco was the buble of your generation. No way. <laughs> No you know, way! Doing standard. Okay, you're right. Uh, he only had two hits. You're right. 
Sorry, I blew up. A guys. very limited voice. Well, that's that's right. Indon- and a lack of success. <laughs> Indonesian and Dutch singer. Oh, that is fabulous. a combo you don't often see. That's right. I uh, that, love it. The voice almost sounded like oh, it almost sounded like a spoof. Yeah, I don't mean that to pile on Taco. Is Taco still with us? Taco is still with us. Nice. Mm-hmm. What's his age now? Uh, what do you think? Uh, eighty-two. I'm going to say Taco is now uh, 79. Taco is a very young 68. Oh, No okay. way. That's a lot of awesome. success early in life from Mr. Taco. Mr. Oh Taco. <laughs> Mr. Taco. <laughs> What's his last that. name? Respectful. Um, o- Okrez? Okrez? O-C-K-E-R-S-E? So Okrez? Taco Okrez? first name. Yeah, Taco, Taco first Okrez. name. Most known though as Taco, Indonesian Dutch singer. Started wow. his career in Germany. What a journey. He kind of has a, uh, uh, what's uh, the dude from Baywatch? He's kind of got a uh, Hasselhoff Hasselhoff vibe, and that's also Germany. So, yeah, yeah, I think it's uh, what they're into. Okay. Uh, When we come back, why don't we do the tip that we didn't get to? And it has to do with your bananas. And maybe everybody's not eating bananas the way that you're supposed to, the safest way possible. We'll do that. And then we got a little sound from uh, Ed Sheeran interviewing Conan about The Simpsons. You got it, buddy. What a journey it'll be. We'll do it together when we come back on Donna and Steve. Hi, it's Donna for Bradshaw and Bryant. Hey, uh, something worth noting. If you are ever, God forbid, injured in an accident. I've been injured in an accident before. I've been through that many, many years years ago. But one of the first things you should do is contact an experienced personal injury attorney. That's what my parents did. Uh, Mike Bryant of Bradshaw and Bryant is a great attorney. And it's really important to have someone on your side, you know, someone who can advise you. When you get a hold of Mike, he's going to set up a meeting. You can discuss your case with him. It's totally free of charge. And then if Mike thinks you do have a case, it's still not going to cost you anything unless there is an actual settlement. And keep in mind that according to research, on average, unrepresented individuals receive in their pocket a third of the compensation as those who are properly represented. That's a very important stat to keep in mind. Certainly the hope is this never happens to you, but if you do find yourself in this position, get a hold of Mike at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Hi. Donna and Steve here on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Mike the Big Zamboni's with us as well. Honk honk. Honk. I just did one hot. Wow, that sir. changed it up a little bit. Thank yeah, you. and you didn't even lay on it. Uh, I know, right? Boy, I very rarely ever honk. My, I bet I've honked my horn less than to alert another driver to communicate with another driver. I should say less than twenty times in my whole life. Probably less than fifteen. Interesting. You're a beeper, aren't you? Uh, a little bit. A little bit. <laughs> like if I'm pulling out of a spot and somebody else is pulling at the same, I give a like yeah, beep. Yeah. Beep. Yeah. yeah you or if someone cuts me off or something, honk. No, that's when you should not do it, Donna. You're you're. But in- they need to know. Like if someone is unaware that I was there. No, you. I need to alert them. Like, hey, pay attention. No. Nope. Unfortunately, I don't have a very aggressive sounding horn. It's more <laughs> like me. <laughs> That's a bummer. Yeah. No, Donna, don't get yourself in a road rage incident. I won't. I try not to. I just say words instead. Yeah. In the privacy of my car. I say really bad words. I'm not (laughs) proud of it. 
Yeah, you talked are... to my doctor about it too. Did you really? Yeah, I was like, yeah, I don't know. I've got some weird hormonal rage, hormonal induced rage. In it my happens opinion. in the car. It's a it's a unique thing about the car. It's um, road rage or feeling really PO'd at other drivers is not too detached from people who say nasty things in the comments online. Oh. It's the, I think it's rooted in the same thing. You wouldn't say it if you were all on bicycles and the same thing happened sure. because they could hear you. You see the person, they're right there. You got to do your bling and your left bling. But you wouldn't be like, hey, you mother. It's more for myself <laughs> to release yeah. the, the frustration. But you wouldn't do it on a bike. I don't know if I wouldn't. I might. <laughs> I mean, I say like really bad, awful things. I want to say an unpopular thing about bikers. Bicyclists. Yeah, we need to get them back on the sidewalk. On the sidewalk. Yeah. Off the road. Get away from yeah, me. Yeah, why don't you make a lane on the sidewalk? Yeah. For walkers and bicyclists. And why are these bicyclists always on the road, A, anyway, but like when there is a nice walking path, it's not, it's not like a suburban little sidewalk. There are nice walk. We have tons of paths here in Minnesota. And I'll see these Lance Armstrong wannabes who are like, I'm going to ride on the road because legally it's my right, knowing full well it would be safer and easier for you to ride on the path. I, this, everyone is going to hate me, but every time I see a bicyclist, I wish you weren't there. I want you back. Go to a track and do it or go on a sidewalk and maneuver around people who are walking instead of having bling, vehicles bling. that could accidentally endanger you. Yeah. They need to have very Get clear bike lanes. Like they have bus lanes. There, some cities have really great um, setup in the street where it's like this is mine this is yours yours is trails and sidewalks get on the sidewalk off road every time yeah i feel the same way about bicyclists as i do about summer geese in the spring when i see the goslings i'm like everybody whoa look at them they're crossing the road look at these little goslings when they become full-grown geese though midsummer and they're they're protest crossing the street. They don't even care. They don't. They know that it's going to take them a long time to walk through. My feelings for geese change dramatically every spring to summer. Just so everyone knows, we're never going to get to the thing that we promoted that we'd be talking about. Just an FYI. Sorry. Continue. That was all I had to say. I'm going to now go monitor. And it's email. Canada geese, not Canadian. Is that right? They're called Canada geese. By the way, in August, we uh, passed Portland, Oregon for the best, uh, most friendly city for bike bicyclists. <laughs> we now just dropped to number four. Thank you. Thanks, Thanks Steve. <laughs> yeah. Also, uh, another way to read that, if we're the nicest city for bicyclists, that means we're the meanest city for drivers. <laughs> it's the worst to drive here because we've got all these friggin' bicyclists who think they're a part of the U.S. Postal Team at the Tour de France! <laughs> I will... Take it upon my shoulders to monitor the email inbox as these will largely be hate speech directed at me from the biking community. So I want to remove that burden from all of you. Mm. Um, anyway, <clears throat> but yeah, don't get road ragey, I think is what I meant to say there. Okay. I just, it's okay. I'm saying bad things. The only person who knows is me and the man upstairs. 
Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Are we supposed to be doing something? Yeah, you're here? doing Ed Sheeran oh, stuff. No, Tipsy, you wanted to talk. Oh, Let's yeah. do a tip. We'll save the Frick, Ed Sheeran. Man. Time for a tip. All right, that's all we have time for. Here's the deal. I guess we're supposed to be washing our bananas and our avocados. This is ridiculous. I rebuke it all by now. Here's the deal. There's probably a bunch of bacteria on the peel, on the skin. And especially when it comes to the avocado, if you're slicing into it with a knife, you could be dragging some of that bacteria into the fleshy part of the fruit. Are you going to start washing your avocados? Nope. Because God knows you already leave them unwrapped, loose in (laughs) your purse. So it's picking up all sorts of lint and all this. You know, these germ people... I'm kind of over these germ people. Oh, no. Here we go. Now they're going to tell us it's time to wash our bananas. You know, we've been getting through it pretty well without washing our bananas for a pretty long time. Who are these germ people? They just sit in some nerdy room somewhere and say, but I guess it would be safer if we wash the external peel. I think there are people who know things that we don't know. I knew you would side with them. You are such a little suck up to the germ Have community. Have you ever you seen the movie? You washing oranges now? I, I'm not going to, no. <laughs> but thank you for asking. You're welcome. You need to watch the movie Contagion. I've watched it. That is some uh, scary stuff. I watched it pre-pandemic. I wish I would have re-watched it during the pandemic. That's what I did. Yeah, that is crazy to watch how germs like that. There are real deal germs out there that are really dangerous. I'm just saying... I'm going to be another voice, not from the academic community or from the scientific community. How about don't wash your bananas, guys? Why? Because. (laughs) The the end. That's it. You got me all irritated. We started by talking about how you were mad in your car. Then you got me all irritated at Bicyclist. Now what do we do? Why don't we do this? Let's talk about Ed Sheeran when we come back. Ed will lift our spirits. We're all Sheerios. We'll listen to Ed Sheeran interviewing Conan O'Brien about The Simpsons. Okay. It'll be fun. We'll do that. We have a dirt alert coming your way and coming up in hour three at 1130. It is Whose Voice Is It Anyway? A fun pack. Final hour of the show. Stay there.